Welcome back, Borderline Raptors podcast. I'm no longer uh, giving you the episode number. I've been advised that's uh, unnecessary. So actually, I tend to agree with it, but I'm not sure. I don't think it hurts or makes a difference one way or the other. But anyways, we're going to go with just Borderline Raptors podcast. Uh, so here we are, Kitch Denno, uh, joining very, very shortly. Um, we are Raps recapping. We're Super Bowl recapping. And unfortunately, we are um, gambling recapping. Uh, and then that moves into our, our little segment of uh, the recap. And I keep it on the recap um, concept. We recap the Kitch Bart's uh, three and a half weeks stay together. We talk about a few things that we didn't, uh, that we weren't expecting, not judging, no judgment. Uh, but just things that uh, we noticed. So, uh, and then it's into what drives you crazy in AOB. So, uh, it's pretty uh, it's pretty straightforward this week. So, uh, without much further ado, our first uh, member of the podcast, uh, one coach uh, Vince Lombardi, uh, is joining us. And uh, coach, maybe just uh, tell us what you might uh, want to say to the Kansas City Chiefs after that uh, performance, coach. Beneath his stormy surface flowed the warm tide of compassion and kindness. What the hell's going on out here? Everybody grab it out there. Nobody touch it. Just grab it, everybody. Grab, grab, grab. Nobody touch it. Kitch. You know. Michael. Dunno. <laughs> now listen, uh, we should let everyone know, and not that... Uh, now that's going to impact the, the squad, but we have a fourth member this week. Our, our producer, Greg, is uh, is sitting in and apparently is going to provide us with uh, deep intel uh, during the pod, live live intel during the pod. So we'll see how that goes uh, today. Uh, listen, we are going to get into the Super Bowl and, and our gambling issues uh, in a minute. Um, but I do want to say I almost did not come on the pod today because of because of how atrocious my Super Bowl wagering was, and it was all plastered. Abby plastered it all over Instagram. I think I lost every one that I had on there. That Abby plastered on Instagram. I'm not sure if that's going to draw people to the site or like just completely kill us. Bart, the question is: Are you consistent? You are consistent. Consistently stupid. <laughs> no, just consistent. Yeah. Just consistent. Oh, all right. Well, we'll save that. We'll right, save. So circling that. back to Abby too, Bart. You've been you've been Instagramming. You've been tweeting. You've been doing all the all the social media stuff. I'm pretty pretty proud of that. Well, uh, Kitch, they call it it's the socials. Yes, I'm all over the socials right now. Uh, for our, our audience out there, if you want to follow uh, follow uh, the Borline Raptor Twitter handle, feel free. BL BL Raptors is the at BL Raptors is the Twitter handle. And. Uh, and I, the best thing about Bart is that he goes and rips a player and like copies in like <laughs> a Raptor announcer or something <laughs> like, like they're not going to go, Hey, I, I agree. <laughs> they can't, you know, they can't agree. You know what? Jack would, Jack totally would. Jack calls him. Jack and I are the same. Call him as we see him. Oh, I, don't, Jack. I don't think Jack, so. Jack doesn't even know how to open up media. Jack, Jack has no idea. Jack can't even open up an email for crying out loud. <laughs> uh, and our Instagram handle borderline Raptors. I think we're borderline Raptors. Uh, well done, boys. So there, so there you go. So yeah, we're we're like I said, we're all over the socials, and that's only going to get better. Abby is going to take us to the promised land with uh, her marketing genius, and uh, I'm expecting. Uh, last week, you think listeners were like 133. I expect uh, by next week we'll be at 123. So there, there you go. Oh, 134. Oh yeah, we'll be. Yeah, I'm sure Abby will have us climb in the right way. 
Sooner as opposed to later. And I like the fact you can click on the picture too, and you get like a a, a pre uh, like a little synopsis from the last pod. That was that was that was that was impressive from the yeah. last one. Oh yeah, that's that. Yeah. Um, but and I'm telling you that first little thing she put up there, that uh, our little intro to the pod and the Raptors and Deno talking and me talking and then the Go Raptors. I mean, that was awesome. And I'll tell you what, universal the feedback that everyone loved it. Yeah, it was amazing. It's my idea, but yeah, it's great. Your idea, Jesus. <laughs> Do you even know what that was? Nope, I really don't. <laughs> <laughs> All right, listen, let's uh, let's dive into our uh, beloved raps who are showing signs of life, but I don't feel good about it. But anyways, uh, so an okay week, two and three in their last three games, right? They beat uh, the Nets on Friday, lost to the Hawks on Saturday due to Kitch's um, belief in the back-to-backs, and then played, I would say, relatively mediocre basketball for three quarters. Uh, well, mediocre defense uh, for for two and a half quarters, and then lockdown defense for a quarter and a half to get that that W, which they had to have. Uh, but Kitch, we'll throw it to you um, if you want to give a uh, deep deep thoughts into the uh, the Raps' current three game stretch. All right, well, three games is the last pod. Um, actually, the boys are starting to play. I would say a bit more like a team. Like like the ball is getting distributed well, scoring around. Uh, they have different guys stepping up on different nights, so that's nice to see. We don't we're not lying, relying on one guy. There's there's a, they're definitely sharing the scoring and sharing the the highlights for the game. They knocked off Brooklyn with uh, with the Durant turnstile in that game, which too bad that took away from the uh, from the actual game itself. But uh, played decent that night. Ran out of the gas the next night against the Hawks. You could just see it. They had nothing in the tank the next night against Atlanta. So I'll give them a pass on that one. And then they rallied last night to beat Memphis uh, 128-112. So a decent a decent rally. An interesting stat going into that game. So the the Raptors, after three quarters, if they were trailing, or if they were trailing after three quarters, they were 0-11 going into that game. So, that, so they were trailing by three going into the fourth quarter against the Grizzlies and one. So they are now one and 11 in uh in trailing after three so that was that was good to see um team rallied after nick got nick got nick got tossed in the third quarter uh memphis memphis scores like they, they what did they do with 43 to 19 without with nick out so they they outscored him 43 to 19 with nick out so rallied for the coach memphis scored 70 points in the first half 43 in the second half that's a big big gap from uh from first half to second half but uh on fresh legs the offense is there and we'll get into the defense later on that's my take Deno, you're uh, you're back in the saddle two weeks in a row here. I've clearly been watching uh, the wraps. Uh, your thoughts? Yeah, so um, I kind of just looked at the at the whole the whole year. So they're now eleven and thirteen. We all know they started two and eight with many last possession losses like that. We we talked that two and eight. They could have been four and six or five and five. They're not. They're nine and five since, right? Nine and five cents, kind of trending towards that fifth or sixth seed. If you look at the teams ahead of them, Charlotte, Atlanta, Indiana is so night and day. I I watched them once and loved them, and then I placed a bet in them and lost by thirty. Right, they're just they're just they're just night they're just night and day. So you know, like when I think of us doing our original bets on or like where the Raptors are going to land, I think we all had them fifth, right, fourth. Fourth or fifth, yeah. or somewhere around I, there. I think I even have six, but yeah, we're yeah. five or six. Yeah, yeah, five or six. We're slowly getting into where we're probably probably going to land. Um, I hate fifth or sixth. Like I I hate it. But yeah, I mean, uh, but you know what? I hate fourth too. I mean, fourth, fifth, or sixth really doesn't because you're playing the five seed, and that's just the same as us being mm-hmm. the five seed. So, mm-hmm. um, all right, listen. Here's where here's where I'm at. 
I mean, I think the Nets game was our easily our best game of the season. You got to beat the man, and I'm saying, woo, right here in Nashville, Tennessee, pal. I'm the man. From start to finish, scored the basketball pretty well, handled their runs uh, reasonably well. The whole Durant thing, I mean... That's we're going to talk about that in a second. Just the NBA not having their shit together on on these protocols. I mean, that's just beyond ridiculous. Uh, but again, I thought start to finish, we we matched their energy. Uh, certainly, we 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 matched their scoring um, in large part due to one young Norman Powell, who I'm going to talk about here in a second. So that game was just sort of like okay. Uh, I don't. I mean, I think that's kind of what we're capable of on a, on any given night. I'm not sure we can do that consistently. Um, and I also think that the Nets just aren't as good as people think they are. They can't stop anybody. I mean, they're losing tonight to Detroit uh, in the third. They're down four in the third. So uh, I think the whole Nets thing, they're clearly a work in progress. So I don't know that's the measuring stick uh, or the yardstick that we want to measure it by yet, but good win for sure. And then, I, see, Kitch, I totally disagree with you, like on the Atlanta thing. I, they got to win that game, Right. I get it. Everyone's back-to-backs. But if you're telling me they can't win any back-to-back games this year, that's a problem. That's going to be a lot of losses because they have a ton of back-to-back games. This week, again, uh, they got Wednesday, Thursday. Yeah, I wouldn't say all year. I wouldn't say all, all year. I just I just think I think they they wanted to beat Brooklyn badly just because yeah. Brooklyn's the guy. And they they gave her in that game. Like, they really laid it all on the line. And and then you go to Atlanta the next night, and, you're, and they, you and you just see that the guys who really gave it that night, the night before, just didn't have it in the in the second half. So I don't think I that's a trend, a trend for the year, though. I think I think uh, I think just against like when they play Philly, when they play Brooklyn, when they play the Lakers, play the Clippers, they're going to go all out to beat those teams. And if they got a back to back on those nights, they don't like them on, on the second. You think half. it's uh, you think it's so? Should we be expecting a letdown pod from Deno then? Because this is back to back for him. It's usually, so it's a letdown pod for Deno coming up. He's had some time to rest. He's had some time to rest. Yeah, boys, it's not be good actually. Boys, I've been instructed. I talked to I. Talk too much last pod, but my point, my point on the the Atlanta game is like Atlanta was like at home watching that Raptor game, right? That's a huge. We all know that's a huge advantage. There's always probably about six, six, seven games a year where you're going in and you're you're not rested. The other team is. You're probably going to lose that game. You're right. Listen, Deno. Uh, let me address that head on. Uh, Shakespeare would have been proud of you last uh, last pod. The soliloquies you went into. It was nice. Yeah, the third act. Uh, so, yeah, okay, I'll buy into the letdown theory of they 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 put all their energy into beating the Nets because the Nets are the Nets. Uh, so, okay, I'll actually maybe buy into that. What also impacts in that game is that Trey Young apparently is Michael Jordan because Trey Young, it was, it, I mean, we were commenting on it uh, during the game and stuff, but man, does that guy get every single call out there i mean oh. he twitches they call the they call the foul i mean that that was beyond now it's been out there for a while this has been happening with him and that uh everyone all the players uh are aware of it but the way we should maybe make a segment about this uh and we'll talk about the refs in a second so i'm jumping all over the place so let's get back to that but yeah the trey young thing was a disaster so okay let down game fine and then yesterday it was that was scary defense for two and a half quarters i mean scary in the in the wrong way jv was killing us. We cannot offensive rebound the basketball. Oh, sorry, we cannot. We cannot protect our rim. We, the offensive rebounds against us. It was nineteen seven last night in offensive rebounds. Uh, they out rebounded us by seventeen, I think, in total. Uh, it, that's a major, major glaring hole in this team. As much as I like what Boucher has done, uh, he's obviously he's up and down a little bit. 
I mean, he's just he doesn't have the size, right? He doesn't have the the, the mass to to deal with any center of any sort of real uh, size and 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 shiftiness in there. So that's a problem for us. Baines, you know, he has the size. Fully, like Baines has the size. He, yeah. should, he should be able to do something there. I was, di- was thoroughly disappointed in him yesterday because he's just almost as big as JB, not quite, but he's almost as big, and he did nothing. Oh, he was on both ends. He he was again. This is the Baines that we've got, right? It's sort of now we see him horrible for four or five games, and he plays two okay games. You think, oh, okay, well maybe, and then he's just he's back to it. So, uh, to me, that is the, like that's my takeaway from these three games because I we, I think we were out rebounded in all three games. Yeah, like uh, like we're not going to match up against against certain teams. That's why, like like when I, when I think of the playoffs and stuff, like imagine us playing Philly now. Oh, with Embiid! Like, oh my God! Like who? Who's gonna stop Embiid? Like he's averaging almost like he's averaging twenty eight, twenty eight. He will just roast us, right? Well, I, I don't know. If that, yeah, and what what he's gonna do is he's either gonna he's either gonna put up fifty a game, or we're gonna triple team him down there, and we are going to continue to lead the league in uncontested threes given up. Like yeah. it's um, every game I watch, it's like holy yeah. shit! Set shots. Like, yeah, yeah. Everyone's like, oh. The, um, I don't know who was last night said, I can't believe another team is shooting. Oh, so it was somebody on Twitter I was interacting with, engaging with on the socials. Good for you. Um, Good for you. And sh- this, this woman was saying, I can't believe another team is shooting lights out against the Raptors. This is unbelievable. I'm like, yeah, why do you think that is? Because we give up, like why we give up like practice session threes constantly. <laughs> Or were you talking to a bot? Are you talking to a bot? Or were you talking to a real person? I, I think it's Meejeej. Her name's Meejeej. Something like that. No, we've developed a bit of a, a kinship on uh, on the tw- on the Twitter. Were they all kinship? Were they all standard? Were they all standard questions? Kind of like what happened to the bot? Like, was it? Uh, how can I help you? Yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Does your car need service? Yeah. Uh, no, I think she's a real person. You know, I'll find out. I'll find out next time I'm I'm live tweeting. By the way, live tweeting is a full time fucking job. <laughs> Jeez, you can barely watch the game if you're live tweeting. I'm like I'm all over the map. I don't even know how to. And I don't know how to DVR properly here, so I can't even go back. I'm just like, and I got Johnny talking to me half the time. It's yeah, it's. Uh, and now Becky's watching the. Becky's now watching the games, asking questions while I'm trying to live. It's like it, literally, I cannot. I have to find a way to. To watch these games by myself, you should get to, get Johnny to live tweet for you. Yeah, Johnny just yeah. Oh my gosh, you, well then I'd be like Trump. I'd be without a handle pretty quickly. I'd be inciting something. Johnny be inciting something. Uh, so all right, but listen uh, quickly. Kudos to this little streak that we've got going. We have to give Norm his props. Oh. So he oh. uh, so I had his stats here for the season. He's averaging sixteen. Uh, two rebounds and 1.4 assists a game. So obviously defense, um, but he has been his last seven games. He's been on a tear. I don't, I wish I had those stats in front of me, Greg, um, <laughs> but I was like, he's, he's, I think he's averaging over 20. He's, he's shooting the ball with a shitload of confidence. Uh, he's playing pretty hard. The only thing that concerns me is a little bit. He stopped going to the basket. Uh, as much as he was for the beginning of the season. Like I'd still, I don't want to see him lose that part. We don't need another Siakam type mentality. Um, but I'm loving what Norm's done here. And now we are, we are days away from the decision. Our version of the decision. Do you take Norm in the starting lineup? Yeah. So he, 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 I, when we get a big guy on D. So I think last night when he sees, he sees JV in the key, He'll take the shot, but I think when there's a smaller guy and if he's making the shot, he might as well keep doing it. I think Norm actually, when he when he starts to get a little cold, we'll actually try to drive a bit more. 
I'm actually giving him some props for being smart, which I four weeks ago said he was the toughest person in the league. So I've I've got a complete about face, and I think I don't know how how you can possibly sit him. Um, Who's sitting when, on when OG? Oh, but OGs are our, our best defender by far. Yeah, he is. He is. But they, so they, who, who, you, who you can't see, you're not going to sit Siakam because they're, they're from a, just from aesthetics like they're not yeah. they're not going to do no, that. And he's playing. He's playing we're talking about Siakam in a second here, but he's playing too well right now to sit him anyway. So yeah, Siakam's off the table. So it's really it's OG's the only option. But I'm with you, Deno. I I don't think you can sit OG yet. I think you got to give him ten days, ten games to come back. Look at what he's um, uh, you know how he's functioning. If he's playing at the level because he was playing pretty decent. Um, uh, as well, so uh, I don't know. Maybe it's matchups, right? Maybe it's matchups. So if they got a, a Dur- I'm saying Durant, but a Harden or whatever, then you get you put you start OG. But if they don't have like a super superstar and you don't need the OG, you can put Freddie on them or something. But usually, you want to be pretty consistent with who you're starting lineup. But I agree. People yeah. like shifting your starting lineups and stuff isn't something you do in basketball usually. Yeah, how how well is the rotating quarterbacks do in uh, college football? It's a fucking disaster. All right, we can't go game. Like I, you get, you got to go like with your starters. I forget. I like that. I like that. You know, you play well. You're gonna start. You're not. You're not gonna play well. We're gonna put your ass down the bench. I, I, like, I like that. Call, call yeah, that's what I'm saying. I don't. I don't mind. Oh, <laughs> the college side doesn't happen anymore. Doesn't like, just like the wishbone doesn't happen. Baseball. That's that's all baseball is, right? You know, you're gonna sit a couple games. Yeah. Gary Gary Sanchez, you've uh, struck out 13 times in a row. It's time for you to have a have a little seat. Yeah, Corderelli last night. You see that? I know that's a that tangent, but he went, Cordarelli, yeah. he went off on a superstar. The kid, the kid they brought in, Lane. kids scored yeah. every night. He just sat him for a period and a half last night. It was right in his ear. I was like, holy cow! There's yeah. there's a, there's an old school coach. There's, yeah, there's also a guy who's been on eight different teams in the last eleven years. So yeah, <laughs> not well loved. Yeah, not well loved. Right. No. You know what? I'm pretty sure Lane in the long run is going to win that battle. Um, so hey, listen, I don't know. I think it's a tough one, but I I would be of the mindset that. Uh, I would have OG back in the starting line, even though I, listen, Norm is proving to be a starter in the league right now. But I would go back to OG, and then I would obviously ratchet up his minutes off the bench and see how he does. But I mean, God, Norm is a, Norm. He loves to start. He's been an over. He's been a player prop over automatic as a starter. Team's not broken now. Team is not broken. Don't fix what's not broken. Uh, I think you know I think you Norm, bring OG off the bench. Until Norm's having to rebound, a bit of a game, right? we're getting killed on the boards. OG's going to help us on the boards a little bit, yeah. right? There is that yeah, piece, and defensively, sure. he's a huge help. So, you know what? I think Nick will Nick will figure it out. Well, or uh, up, he usually listens to the pod, so he'll get our advice. At least. Nick will figure it out, or uh, Griffin will figure it out. <laughs> Griffin, want to know? Want to know? As our coach. All right, listen. Uh, last uh, last bit in the Raptors. We got to talk Pascal. So we've pretty much had a Pascal segment every every pod. Um, uh, here's what I'll throw out to you: Is the old Pascal the new Pascal, or is this a bit of fool's gold? Deno. Well, we have some fool's gold from three here, so I'm just going to go on in my little my little go pa- my little Pascal rant. And I remember I had his back last year in the bubble. Everyone was like driving the bus, running him over. You guys went and rented a bus and ran him over again. I'm going, guys, wait till next year. He'll be angry, got off to a bad start. But I'm going to throw him under the bus a bit here. So 
Anyways, so he goes five for eight from three, right? Everyone's thinking he's back, whatever. I can go five from eight from three, Bart. I I can do it. I've done it before. I can do it. It's just a one-time wonder. Where does he rank from three in the league, Bart? Even going five for eight, you're probably saying, down. you probably have that stat. I do. He's not even the top 200 for, for three-point percentage. So two years ago, he was 37%. Last year, 36%. This year, he was 25. He's now 27%. 27%. I'm 20, I did check I checked that. I knew that tonight. Yeah, I? yeah. He was. He's 27%. So do I like what he's bringing differently the last six games? Yeah. He's 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 playing a lot smarter, not shooting the three. Um, I think this five for eight is just a blip. He's going to go. You watch. I guarantee he'll miss his first five. Like, like well, next game. <laughs> I was just going to say, I'll be so interested to see what he does next game, how many threes he takes. I mean, in the last five games before last night, I don't think he'd taken more than three in any game right. prior to that. Right. Uh, and all of a sudden, eight was just like, yeah, and he banked one in, and he's laughing. It's like, <laughs> yeah. oh, my God, this is going to be horrible for us. Um, if the coaches are co- – now, listen, I gave Nick a hard time about not coaching him up last year, uh, and he's got to coach him up. He cannot go back. He can't be taking eight threes in a game. He cannot be. His, his – uh, the old Pascal that I remember has been back because he's been driving the basket. He's been posting up in the middle of the lane. That's yeah. where he's at his best. He gets to the middle of the lane. Then he can go right. And that's the only time he's got his left that he, I'm comfortable with it is when he spins to his left from the middle of the lane. He's actually pretty solid. And, right? and he's got to keep that. And no step back. He actually made a step back a couple of games ago. I almost fell off my couch because I, I said, myself, I, I think he's missed 30 in a row. Whenever he steps back and does a stupid fadeaway, he never oh. hits it. And he hit one. I went, oh, my God, you know what? He's he's hot, whatever, right? But go straight up. When he goes straight up and, and to the hoop, he's a great player. He can't step yeah. back. Every time he does that, the 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 feed should go right to black and white for that generation, right? To back to that. That's exactly what should happen every time. It's like it's, it's such a ridiculous shot in today's NBA. I agree. But he, I don't think he did one yesterday. What, he what's he stepping back from? Like he sometimes he, he's got like a six three guy on. Is your step back? I'm going. Why are you stepping back? <laughs> yeah. So so the uh, it was quite funny in the game last night. We're we're watching it, and I think Pascal went. He might have went. He definitely went zero for two for his first threes. He might have went zero for three before he made one. I think he was one for three. I think he was one for oh, three. So he's zero for two. So he's over. Well, he missed his first two, and I texted Bar said. What this is idiotic. What the hell is he doing shooting threes? Nick's got to get in his head. This can't happen. He goes and hits five of his next six. And I couldn't text back because I was live tweeting. <laughs> but but I, I give him I give him the, the coach's challenge theory too here. So if he's gonna make let's say we'll, we'll allow him to take two threes a game. If he makes that second one, he can get he he can take another one. Yeah. If he makes the third one, okay, he can take another one. If he makes yeah, the fourth yeah. one, he can take and then as soon as he misses, you're not allowed to take any more. So so let like let ride him while he's out like last night. So he made five in a row. So let him go until he until he misses one. I, I I'm okay with yeah. that. But uh, okay, but so you want you want the players now to decide when they're in a rhythm, when they're not in a rhythm. When they like, listen, I think it's got to be Pascal here. Here's what here's where we want you to be. Right, we don't want your three point line shooting in a game. We want you to continue. To, but however, if it's in rhythm and you've got an open look. Yeah, and then maybe if you've made and, and you feel good, you've made one or two, maybe. But it's got it still has to be like last night. A couple of those that he took were not in rhythm. Uh, did not look like great looks to me, and I'm just sitting there going, "Oh, that is not." Yeah, I'm, I'm very interested to see what happens on uh, on Wednesday. Tomorrow. Yeah, and, I th- and I think breaking it down, you guys were talking about it, but what, 
that when we we said the league has found uh, found Siakam out, and for the first ten games he was trying to do that that sort of drop step to the right, the right handed layup, and now that he's gone back to his left on some plays, which he never did at the beginning of the season. I don't think the players, the players haven't, like I said, the coaching staffs, the film or whatever, hasn't caught up with that yet. They're still defending him like they were at the beginning of the year when they were stifling him. He's changed a bit. So it's going to be interesting to see. I think the defense is going to change a bit on him now and whether he can adapt to that as well. But I think I think his game has changed a bit because he's going left now way more than they ever used to. And uh, and that's given him a number of good games in a row. And we've had, we've had four straight games with either career, career high or season highs. Um, from the Raptors, like yeah. like four four games ago was Freddie was fifty four, then Siakam was thirty three points, then Boucher's um, season high twenty nine points might have been career high. I don't know. I don't know if it was career or season. And then and then after we called Siakam out in our social media, knocks down three five three pointers for his uh, for his uh, for his uh, season high. So those we've had we've had career season highs in the last four games. Okay, who, you know who should we trash? How about we trash? How we trash Kyle Lowry, Kyle Lowry right now, and then tomorrow he comes back. Thirty points. Oh, uh, back, back, back spasm. So he's hopefully back. He, he's back. Yeah, yeah, he'll be back. He wasn't hurt. That was no, we got we got to ride that tomorrow night because Freddie will have an off night because Freddie had a, on fire last night. Freddie's still doing the game on game off, hot cold stuff. So yeah, but I don't think I, Freddie's actually not been uh, the last two games. He's been well over. He's covered the last two games. Yeah, last two games, not points. Last two games. Well, so his lousy game was three games ago after his fifty four night. That's he right. He came back. He didn't get. He didn't go points over in that game, but he went. He got, he got the par over. He got the par over. over. Double double, double. All right, point, point, got the double double, and then he had a good night last night. So he's he's gonna have a stinker. So get we're gonna ride Lowry tomorrow, and we're gonna short Van Fleet tomorrow. Short. Man, well, I, I love you know what I love how we are going to do this. You know, you do whatever you want in your own betting account, and I'll deal with my betting account. Thank you very much. You don't, you don't have one. You don't have a betting account. It's, uh, it's yeah. empty. It's empty. For, for those listeners out there, par is points, assists, and rebound because we gotta type it so much. We just call it the par. So it's true. Um, so a lot of our listeners um, have expressed to me that they don't necessarily like the gambling segment because they don't necessarily know what the lingo is, or what the fuck we're talking about, which that's fair enough. So that Daniel, thank you for breaking that down. So just so to make it one step further in a basketball game, you can bet on the individual as to how many points they're going to score, how many assists they're going to get and how many rebounds they're going to get, or you can combine all three and bet that. So that's, that's when we say par, uh, we're not talking golf. We're still with basketball. When we say par. And when I say short, Short. That means go under not, the par. You're not allowed under, to. It goes under the par. It goes under par. You should not be using trading lingo on the uh, podcast. You can't say short. Uh, okay. Well, listen. Uh, here's where. Look at this. We've got the Wiz, the Celtics, the Timberwolves, Bucks, Bucks. The next five games. We have six games in ten nights. Uh, I know. I love that. It's awesome. It's a lot. Uh, it's, not, it's not great for my back-to-back theory. <laughs> no, especially back-to-back uh, Bucks. And uh, mm-hmm. oh, we don't. We no, get, get a night game. off there. Get a night, a night off there. Yeah. Um, I think in those next five, let's just let's just chunk it out in fives. Um, we got to go three and five, right? We got we got to go three. And five. We got to be the Timberwolves and Wizards are must. And then you know what? I'd like to see us take down the Celtics. That would just make me feel better. They aren't playing very yeah. well. Yeah. No, they're not. Aren't playing they're well. really not playing yeah. well. Yeah. Um, and I hope we don't have to blow our, blow our gas out to beat the Wizards because we play the we play the Celtics on a back to back after the Wizards, don't we? We do. Yeah, we do. I hope. I hope we can co- oh cruise. I hope we can cruise through the Wizards with maybe our bench, and then get get ready for the Celtics. Well, I guess you know what. We'll see. We'll update everybody next uh, Tuesday night on how we're doing. Uh, all right. Listen, I think that's it for Raptorville. Twenty five minutes since. I think we're. I think we've covered it. Uh, 
which, you know, it's actually, it makes me sad because I really don't want to talk about the next segment. <laughs> I re- I'm going to be, I'm going to be limited. Daniel, please take your Shakespearean ways on this one. Cause I got nothing to say. For, uh, first of all, I would like to start off the Super Bowl section. We're talking about with, yeah, an, no, apology, with an apology to Kitch. Don't bet against the goat in big games. So that's what Kitch said. Don't bet. Against, and I got just, Blam basted last week's pod when I said something like that. I got a strip torn off me. And who showed up in the big game? The GOAT, Tom Brady. Well, as we're saying, he delivered again, Tom Brady, just like I said he would when he signed with Tampa. You remember that, Tony. Look, by getting to six, he had already separated himself from everybody else. He was already out there alone. Yeah, sorry, who'd you bet? I bet Casey. Casey. Yeah, yeah, there you go. Yeah, so there you go. Not uh, in our pool, little kitchen, in our, in our big pool you took. Your big Tampa. pool, I took. Yeah, took it was my hedge. It was my hedge. <laughs> Listen. <laughs> so, I said this, Deno. This is a fact. All right. I, I came out last week after the Andy Reid kid incident. What did I immediately say? I was all over it. I said, you know what? I am now. I hate this Kansas. This is a bad thing. So, when shit like this happens, it derails. An entire organization, nothing. It was it was almost inconceivable that they were going to come out and play a good football game after that should happen. I'm not saying that's what cost them because I think Tampa Bay, based on what we saw, was probably going to win that game anyways. But that should have been cash out the original bet, which I could have fucking done, and put it all on Tampa. And I kept saying, I'm like, I'm going to bet Tampa, and then I didn't. But uh, the point is, I do think that is a huge factor in this that you cannot quantify as to what it really meant uh, in the game. Well, Bart, we'll, we'll never know. <laughs> there's no like, there's no way of saying, "Hey, here it is." But Bart, you are everywhere. You're looking. You're looking for something to go. Oh no, I made a mistake. Like I should have taken it. Like it yes, could have been right. It could have been anything. It could have no, no. You now wait. You and Casey the whole year. Like you, you would have been every did. every. You and Casey Tampa. That was your bet the start of the year. I know. I know. You, 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 I lost your You had take your third mortgage and put it on them for the Super Bowl. Third <laughs> yeah, mortgage. Third mortgage. <laughs> and then Saturday afternoon we get a. I know. No. We, should do, we should go Tampa. Saturday afternoon. We should go Tampa, guys. Like, what the hell are you talking about? <laughs> that shit, it derails what you're trying to accomplish. That was a, like, listen, it's a horrible story, by the way. So I don't want to make, I don't want to make light of that. But I'm telling you, when that shit, that's Eugene Robinson shit all over again. Remember Eugene Robinson, Deno? Yes. Night before the Denver football, you know, he's out there with hookers. That one finds out. He's in jail. That always Fuck happens. Him. They get blown out. Now, granted, they weren't favored. The uh, the Dirty Bird was not favored that, that game. But, <laughs> Um, it's not the point. That shit is horrible omens. So that ever listen, and this will happen again in our lifetime. There'll be a Super Bowl where something crazy is going to happen two days before. They, when that does happen, forget about it. I will. I will not make the mistake a second time. All right, All right? Yes, you will. Yeah. No, I won't. I'm telling you. No, I don't care who it is. I that shit. But I'm telling you that impact of the game. But now that aside, let's talk about the game. Holy fuck, Casey was horrible. Awful. Awful. Offensive line was dreadful. Well, that's that was the whole game. Holmes, everything. Holmes had happy feet. Holmes, once he got oh, sacked oh. once or twice, he got he got gun shot. He couldn't he could stand. He he'd get in the pocket. He'd go one, and then he started to scramble. He got he got he got he fell apart in the game. I thought as well. Reed's play calling was terrible. Some of the stuff Reed was oh. called. The, some of that end of the game calling was just awful. Oh, so uh, my my Bobby today told me. Uh, Mahomes scrambled. Yeah. His total scrambling 
behind like that yeah, was over 400 yards of scrambling. 400, 400, wow. 439 yards, I read. Oh, my That's God. Amazing. That's un- But I must admit, a number of times when he did that, you're like, Mahomes, you can't run back 30 yards. from. Like, I know you've got a, a cannon. He did make a couple unbelievable throws in those situations, by the way. However, he's so far back, like nothing good was going to happen then. But I agree with you. The Chiefs did nothing at halftime. Like, how about this? We're going to take two-step drops and get that fucking ball out. Ten-yard right? slants. Ten-yard yeah. slants. That's all you got to do. Right? Do something. Or you know what? We're going to fucking put a fullback behind there, and we are going to slam the ball down their throats. We're going to kill clock. Right? We're going to get back in the game. So, But let's talk about what I think are the two biggest events that that that, that absolutely gave them, KC, no, no chance during the game, not before the game. Uh, I think that interception... That was one of the worst fucking calls you are ever going to see. That interception happened so quickly. It was impossible to call the other, the, the, uh, the holding on that one. And then when you saw the replay of the holding, you're like, yeah. holy fuck. If they're calling that, then they call it on every single play. The refereeing in the first half was atrocious. Like it was so bad. So that, so uh, they get that ball back. That's a total change of, of events because uh, Tam ended up scoring on that, on that drive after they got, uh, when they got the ball back yep. uh, after that call. And then I think, so I'm going to comment on both these, but I think the the timeout situation at the end of the first half. Yes. Tampa gets the ball back uh, up 14-6 and apparently was quite happy to go into the locker room 14-6. Mm-hmm. They were. Right? They run that ball. you got to let the second down play go, and then you decide if you're going to use your timeouts or not. Right? If they run it twice and you're, you know it's third and eight, then maybe you can justify using that one to you – know, Maybe, but calling it after first down, it's like Tampa, Tampa's like, all right, well, I guess we'll see what we can do now. Like, I think, and then that killed momentum. But again, I thought that was a horrific pass interference call. It was, it was uh, terrible. Ball, ball was uncatchable. No. It's incidental contact. They're, they tripped over their feet. That's not that's not pass interference when you trip over the guy's feet. So those are the two things. Kitch, I'll let you start. Do you want to comment on either one of those events that took place? Or are you just going to sit there and stare at your microphone? You, fought, you timed out. Go ahead. Go ahead, Daniel. Yeah, like I had I, I had two plays, Bart. The the first one was that offside in a field goal attempt by Casey. You oh, can't, I you, you that. can't do yeah. that. So I wrote that one down. And and then your comment, like that is just such a stupid play. Like you're playing horrible. The team's gonna concede 14 6. You get the ball back. Yeah. Se- second half, even get a field goal, whatever. That, that like you're back in the game. And Tampa did this against Green Bay. Right, T- Tampa scored on that on that at that last play against Green Bay. That game was done as soon as that as soon as they went twenty one six. That game was done, right? Oh, like like over like over. It, and what pissed me off was the ball was at like the thirty three or thirty four yard line. Like okay, so you stop them, you got no timeouts. They're gonna punt it to your like what your fifteen yard line, and then w- w- what are you gonna do? Like, like you got like. 40 seconds or whatever. Like it just, it just made no sense. Like there, and I, I get, you gotta play aggressive. Don't play aggressive with Brady. Like Brady wanted that first down. When Brady got that first down, he's going, let's go. Let's go. Let's, let's throw one deep, try and get a pass interference. Very similar. Like, you know, he, he does it a lot, right? He gets that pass interference call, whatever. Like he was, wow. he was excited about it. And it would have been one thing if they had, I mean, they, Tampa still had two timeouts when that happened. So they got plenty of time to stop the clock. Of course, I did win that prop at Tampa Bay first timeout. I won that one. Um, but yeah, so obviously you're right. As soon as they got that, fir- that first down, they're like, okay, well, thank you very much. 
will now take advantage of the situation. And then just like they did against uh, oh. uh, New Orleans, boom. I mean, I, get that, I mean, it was just, yeah, 21-6, you're right. It was over. Of course, I didn't know it was over because then I bet the Chiefs uh, at halftime plus six and a half. Uh, and then I bet them later at plus 12 and a half. So but that, that, that's a side point. I don't think that had any impact on the game, my betting. Um, so, yeah, I mean, it really is kudos to the guy that I, I pretty much trashed all, all season, even though I don't think Brady was anything special in that game. I mean, he obviously played well enough to do it. And, you know, Gronk actually was – that was – it was almost like they said, Gronk, listen, don't do anything until the playoffs. Actually, don't do anything until we tell you we need you. And then someone tapped him on the shoulder and said, hey, listen, we're going to need you this game. Um, but you know what really pissed me off? Oh, someone Gronk scored the first touchdown, right? Uh, I had Brate to score the first touchdown 40 to one. Yeah. And they show Brate running off the field at Gronk coming in. I was like, uh-oh, I don't like the next play Gronk touchdown. That should have been Brate. 25 to one. Right. Catch, 25 to one. Should have been great. Uh, but yeah, I mean, kudos to Brady. Kudos to Arians who clearly outcoached uh, Andy Reid in that one. And yeah, it's pretty like, if we're going to just talk two seconds about Brady, it is pretty impressive. Seven Super Bowls, uh, six MVPs or five MVPs. I think it's five. Um, yeah, he didn't get one in his first one when they beat the Rams. Somebody else, one, a defensive player, I think, got it. Um but- Malcolm Butler got one, didn't he? On that pick? No, he didn't. No, Butler didn't get no, that one. Did he get one? No. no, no. Bruce, Bruce got so. one. Teddy got one, didn't he? Teddy got one, I think. Yeah, that's, I mean, yeah, he did, but so five time uh, Super Bowl MVP, seven. Like, that's never going to be touched now. Like, that was Mahomes' chance to actually think, I can get a chance. If I win this one, plus I beat Brady, I'll be at two to his six. Like, Mahomes is probably sitting there going, maybe I get a chance to kick it, but that's never going to happen now. It is, I don't know, and this is going to sound crazy, but I'm not sure uh, this is getting enough. Uh, sort of ceremonial respect that it deserves. Like if this yeah. was Jordan, after Jordan, like when Jordan won his six, people are just like it was. It was the end of sports. Uh, this is pretty impressive, and he's coming back, and they could win another one. They're they're stacked. Yeah, guys, they were new team, new team, new coach, new team. Yeah. Like like he's 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 had a reign here for good a good twenty years of of us seeing him in the oh. line, in the limelight, and so we're like in our lifetime. Uh, this is probably going to be this is, this is going to be the best quarterback we're going to see in our lifetime because you just don't we don't well especially uh, Deno we don't have enough time left so like are we all living past seventy to see another quarterback run this long so nope. so so I just, uh, I just don't, you know what I eat a lot of salads and I do Pilates I'm getting you, to seventy I know celery juice you do uh, <laughs> yeah and I drink a lot of celery like I drink a lot I drink it you drink boy, celery I know it's so boy, weird. boys Tampa Tampa was seven and nine last year. Yeah, I know. Like, like they brought in, they brought in a retired Gronk. They got Antonio Brown. Like they, they had a great offense. Like Fournette from the from the yeah yeah trash can. Yeah, 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 they're from the trash can. Um, but like, I just like Brady's got a system, right? He gets everyone to believe believe him that they're they're gonna win. Right. And like, you can't, like, he, he, he's got it. Right. Like, everybody's going to read all the articles about him, about leadership and stuff. But like, he's got his guys, his guys believe they're going to win. They didn't believe they're going to win last year. Dano, right? Dano, breaking, breaking news. Greg is, uh, Greg's chimed in here. 2002, 2004, 2015, 2017, 2021. Five. Tom Brady, Super Bowl MVPs. Because, yeah, who got, who got the other two? That'd be a good Dano trivia. Sure. Uh, I think it was Edelman. Was, was it Edelman? Edelman or Brewski would be my yeah. guess. I don't think. Yeah, I don't think it was Brewski, but it was definitely Edelman. Hmm. So, uh, yeah, it's crazy, it, and I agree with you. They clearly they drank the Kool Aid. Uh, I think him and Arians maybe got off to a bit of a rough patch uh, 
to start things off when Arians was calling him out in public, which I did like. Um, but yeah, I mean, I think, I think they kind of think, like I was uh, listening to a couple pods and reading about like, they are built for the future. They've got a very young defense other than a couple guys on the line. Uh, but that backfield is very young. Receivers are really good. I mean, if Brady stays healthy, it's not inconceivable. They could win another one with him there. 44. <laughs> I know. 44. Crazy. Quarterback. <laughs> it is crazy. Um, all, right. all right. Well, so that does, uh, that does that does lead us into our gambling uh, portion of the of the podcast, which really is really only a recap. We don't have much to to pontificate about moving forward, but I, I do want to talk about a couple of uh, ideas uh, for gambling segments moving forward. But uh, Kitch, is there is there anything you want to uh, let the, the we, listeners we talk about the the prop stuff a bit? So I, I would say sure. from last last Sunday. So I did have t- uh, Gronk at twenty five to one first TD, which paid nicely, and I guess that line went down to fourteen to one by game time. So wow. apparently, 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 was it was that FanDuel or is that the, the, the FanDuel lost their sh- lost their shirt on that because all the money was coming in on Mahomes and Gronkowski for the for, for the first touchdown. And it did well in the Mahomes over rushing yards. Uh, back had a big bet at the end on the KC fourth down conversion, which they did right at the end of the game. They finally got one of the fourth downs. Um, and that was just all, but all those bets were just to, uh, to help offset a terrible gambling day. As a rule of thumb, when you are fully levered on one team and they lose 31 to nine, does not equate to a very profitable gambling day. So I'd let really, I just, and my, my bad beat, my bad beat of the, of the thing, which I had a fairly decent wager on well, Kansas City scores more second half points than first half points. So Kansas City scores six in the first half. I'm like, this is golden. I'm glad I got a lot on this one. Three in the second half. Three points in the second half. It's incredible. Never got over incredible. Uh, now, the score did help me. Deno, you know, we had a lovely squares day, you and I. Yeah, you guys won squares. Yeah, yeah won all the squares. Uh, no, we didn't win all. We won three of the four squares. Um, however, my bad beat of the day wasn't a, another. So a buddy in Bermuda does a $100, $100 square pool. Uh, fourth quarter is worth five, Deno. Five large. Ooh. And if if... They, if Kansas City scores their one and only touchdown of the game, that slop touchdown at the end where he throws the interception in the end zone, if they score a touchdown there, I would have won. 9-6 would have been the winner. Would they have sorry, gone? 1-6, 1-6 would have been would the they, winner. Would they have gone for two? Yeah, or for they, two maybe. I don't know. Yeah, like, well, no, because it would have made no sense because they're still down two scores, right? So it would have been 31-16, so they're mm-hmm. still down 15 points. You're not going for two there. doesn't make any sense. Never Boys. know. Never know. Well, that would have been a loss of a TV had they gone for two there. <laughs> No, uh, <laughs> yeah, but that was my horrific. Listen, I had a ton of bad beats, but that was a really bad one because I thought they were. I thought for sure they're getting that slop touchdown, for sure. Yeah, I had a lot on that too, Kelsey. I had Kelsey to get a touchdown. Okay. I, I, I had the second half over. I had a lot riding on that one too. I was cheering for you for sure. Can you believe they only um, they only rushed the they only um, what do you call it? Oh, Jesus, I'm, I'm drawing a blank here. They only blitzed Star. twice. They blitzed twice. Wow, that's it. That's all they blitz us twice, Tampa. Wow. Incredible. Yeah. Wow. That's crazy. Uh, yeah. So I obviously got killed under field goals. That was fucking disastrous. Huh. Uh, yeah. Under punts. Of course, you know, under punts started off disastrous, but then it was that last Tampa punt in the fourth quarter, three minutes left, uh, is what got the over. Is that what got it? Oh, my yeah, God. God. Yeah, I know. I know. Oh, my God. You know what? Knowing it was seven, I would make that bet again under six and a half. That's how much I still like that bet. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Uh, and then, you know, then I did okay. I had a couple Tampa ones, but the, the only thing that really kind of saved me is uh, I bet the under 
the moment the line came out after the uh, conference championships because I love 57 and a half of that. There's no way it's getting there. So that kind of, but all my in-game betting. But you know what? We've talked about this before. In-game betting has to be banned. That should yep. be a law. Can't yep. do it. Cannot do it. Kid, you get the lights back on? You okay over there? Yeah, I can see you now again. Yeah. Uh, Daniel, any anything you want to add to your uh, to our gambling segment here? No, just um, with the score that low, the player prop unders in total did did really well. Thir- oh, 30, yeah, thirty-one nine. A lot of times though, Bart in, in those games with KC coming back, all of a sudden like the Get quarterback the, the quarterback throws are four hundred and fifty yards. Right? It didn't. It didn't happen. It, it didn't happen. It was slowly starting to starting to go there. But the player prop unders were like at seventy percent. Oh yeah, that would have been huge. Yeah. 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 That looked good for you guys. Happy for you. Uh, all right. Well, listen. So uh, quickly, because we got to move on here. So moving forward, we still need to have a gambling segment. So obviously, when when the golf majors are around, that's going to be easy. We'll be able to do that. But I think next week, uh, let's come ready to talk uh, NBA futures. I'm, I'm gonna, we're going to do a couple of uh, divisional prop bets to win divisions and to win conferences and to win the NBA title. All right. So let's get ready for that. And I think, I think too, we should come with two or three Friday or Saturday games. You know, we're not going to have the line, so we're going to have to guess the line a bit if you want to do the line, or we, can, or we can do money lines. Oh, you know what we'll do? Here's what we'll do. We'll do Friday night games. We'll do Friday night games. We will guess the lines. We'll steal this from Bill. We'll guess, and we'll say, listen, if the line is X, here's what you bet. If the line's not, then you go the other way. Oh, I like that. That's a good little segment. Yeah. Okay, good. And I, you know what? I'll take credit for it on Friday, too. We do it. Or next time we do it. Uh, okay. Yeah, that's a good idea. Look, I'm just spitballing right here on the on the pod. I'm sure people are really uh, love this. Is like a this is like a green room right here, where <laughs> all the great ideas are. Uh, all right, listen. Here it is. Uh, Forty three minutes in, we're going to wrap up here relatively quickly. But uh, for our, our new listeners, if there are any, um, Kitch uh, is in the middle of his quarantine. Of course, you never know it. He's in the middle of his quarantine right now because he spent. Uh, three and a half weeks with me in Bermuda. And during that time, uh, we spent a lot, we spent a lot of time together, almost 24 seven, I would say, uh, except for the one night when you said it was okay for me to leave. Uh, so I just wanted, I wanted to let everyone, I, I, I want to recap that. Beg for you to go, beg for you. To go. <laughs> I want, I want to recap it with just observations. These are not critiques. These are just observations. Uh, and the, the listenership can take them for what they will. I, there's nothing. Shouldn't I run this segment? Like, shouldn't I run this segment? You could hey. certainly. I thought you could chime in. I thought you. I thought you'd sort of. Uh, okay. I'll throw something out there, and you okay. would. Uh, you give us your comment. So, okay. Deno, and you might know some of this stuff. Um, but I'm going to start the first one that that uh, was amusing to me um, throughout the three and a half because we watched a lot of TV. We watched oh, a shit oh, of TV. Oh, oh, yes, <laughs> yes, we did. Uh, so, but Deno, I don't know if you know this, but every time a commercial that has music on it, Kitch likes to sing along to it. <laughs> and it doesn't matter. And there's, we went through it like there are a lot of commercials. It's a, and he does cover a wide swath of music genres in there, whether it's hip hop. We like the scoops. It didn't matter what it was—a car commercial with music. Boom! Kid just singing to it. He is humming. He just starts singing it like that. I was like, oh, okay. I didn't know that. I didn't know that. This is love. This is love. <laughs> so my, I guess my first point. So Bart 
he did surprise me. He is he is a solid cook. He's a pretty solid cook. He banned he banned me from the kitchen, and, and while he was making dinner, and, and that's quite all right with me because I hate making dinner. And he made some awesome meals, so I was I was thoroughly impressed by that. And and the thing the thing that shocks me that I even loved more is. Bart does not eat a leftover. He, ref- he if, if it's not at that meal, he's not eating the next day. I'm like he's throw, he's already throwing oh. stuff. I'm like, what are you doing throwing that? I'm packing it in. I'm eating lunches and breakfast. Wow. I mean, all these leftovers. It was fantastic. You really going to town with that turkey there? Oh yeah, I got a big appetite. Oh gee, hey, you got no mustard? It's huh? on the door. What this yellow stuff? <laughs> no, I said mustard, Jerry Dijon. Ask. <laughs> No. <laughs> That's Bush League. Oh. Hey, hey, wait, 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 what are you going to leave it there? It's like half a pound of turkey. Oh, no, I can't eat that. You can't eat a sandwich without Dijon. Yeah, you're right. I really should keep more of your favorites on hand. I can't, like, leftovers in my, listen, I agree. I do not like leftovers. I'm probably never going to eat them. But I'm sure shit not going to eat them fucking four days later like Kitch will. <laughs> five days. I couldn't believe. Five, five, five days later. It's a five-day window. It's a five-day window. I'm like, wow. Like Bart, 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 leftover pizza, leftover spaghetti. Like, it's it's almost five better than that day. Uh, uh, pizza, you know, pizza, yeah, pizza, yeah. Pasta, oh yes, I, I can live with a little. Uh, or as the Americans here say, they always bug Bobby because he says pasta because I think it's bad, but they call it pasta here. Anyways, it doesn't matter. Um, now you know what? Two day max for anything, and then I'm definitely chucking it out. He got mad. He got mad. I threw a piece of salmon one day. He got mad. Yeah, it was day two. Day two. Are you kidding me? Oh yeah, a little bit of salmon on the grill too. But the reason why I felt obliged to cook, and by the way, my cooking skills have slightly improved over the last. Yeah, they're day. impressive. I was impressed with that. Yeah, uh, but I had no choice because when I realized that I was dealing with a person who buys bagged lettuce, I was saying, I'm not gonna let him touch the fucking food. I'm not gonna let him cook. Right? Like that was a disaster. I couldn't believe it. who buys bagged lettuce. <laughs> <laughs> I gotta, gotta make this out. Not the guy, not the guy who buys eighteen packs of celery every single time. Six dollars celery. I juice my celery. And by the way, juice, you that little, when, what's one more? One's morning's juice is what four stocks? Like four yeah, pack, or, four packages of celery in Bermuda? It's like that's uh, twenty eight dollars. By the way, <laughs> so so it's juice a habit. It's an expensive habit. I mix that with a little beet juice every once in a while. Ooh, it's not a good mix. That's not a oh. good mix. Uh, beet juice. Yeah, no, I agree. But beet juice is it's an acquired taste. Uh, okay, so yeah, but those are two things that I actually had. Um, we've I think we referenced it a couple of times, but the history of people consuming ice cubes uh, catches easily in the top three. <laughs> I've never seen anyone consume more ice cubes in my life than that. Uh, and really, trust me, when I realized on day two, the ice maker wasn't working, I thought, oh, my God, because it's $10 a bag of ice in Bermuda. Bert, Bert, you know, Kitch has an extra ice maker at his house. I know. I've seen it. Right. He's got he, he has two full fridges and an extra ice maker just in case. Just in case. Just, just in case eggs and slacker come over. Those guys are ice hoarders, <laughs> yeah. too. Uh, yeah. You know what? As I've referenced before, we know it's an ice maker because he has no idea how to do it with the fucking old school trays. <laughs> that is. Yeah, that's beyond him. It's not like it's not like that at all. Uh, Which segues into one of my points. Um, what I found with both Bart and I, we are both pretty much useless when it comes to fixing anything. So we just do not try. Like we had with for for three and a half weeks, we had a broken dishwasher. The ice maker was broken. The soda stream was broken. I and it was broken. Don't tell me it wasn't. It was not um, broken. So they were all broken for the entire stay. We really made zero effort to try to fix these things we just learned to adapt to the broken stuff well, 
And, and I'm still waiting. I'm still waiting for Marcotte to come over. Oh, yeah. uh, he took a look at the. He took a look at the. Uh, you love this tennis. So Marcotte comes in after a day of golf, and we're watching the football. He sees the dishwasher. Like, oh, I can fix that. Takes out his iPhone flashlight, starts looking around with his iPhone flashlight. Like, oh, I, I've got this. Uh, he's like, oh, I'll come back and fix it. Yeah, we haven't we haven't seen Marcotte since. And I, shockingly, the iPhone flashlight didn't fix things. Um, but no, that's true, Kitch. You're right. We didn't we didn't really make much of an effort. We talked. We bought the duct tape to reduct tape the, the dishwasher. But we did, we did. two we rolls. Did yeah, didn't we, did, we, did, we didn't even do that. Fought through it. Fought through it. Um, so, and Daniel, this is another one that you may or may not be aware, but I was uh, I was quite surprised to see a 50-something-year-old man uh, make himself hot chocolate. I didn't know that was... Uh, I didn't know that was still happening out there. Was this after, like... This after six drinks, he had hot chocolate. No, nope. <laughs> no, it was a little chilly one day, and there he was. I'm like, "What are you doing?" He's like, "I'm making hot chocolate." Oh, okay. I honestly, I, that was the first time I, I didn't know. I literally did not know what to say to that. <laughs> it's unusual. Like I said, we're not critiquing here. Not critiquing. Uh, and so, one of my things that was kind of shocking, I, I, I had a feeling for it, but. When when you talk about a game, like you sit down with your buddy and you say, "Hey, uh, who do you like in this game tonight?" And uh, so I, I like I like the Mavs over the Spurs, and I said, "I'm going to bet the Mavs over the Spurs." Well, you, when you're with Bart, you don't just bet the Mavs over the Spurs. You bet the first quarter, the half, the third quarter, the over under in each quarter, and the game. So now you've got 14 bets going on the Mavs. And I'm going to tell you, when it goes sour, when it doesn't go the way you think it's going to go, that's a very very costly game. So yeah. I, Usually, when you when you bet a game, you can just bet the game and just sit back and watch. But no, because the game is too far out. The game result is too far out for Bart. He wants something that's going to happen in the next half hour. So that's he had, he had to bet the Bart, game. I'll tell you, it, it it really goes south when it's the late game too, and you're just you're chasing. Kitch, you know you know Bart needs action. Bart needs action. Oh, ever. That's why he loves blackjack. And, and anyone who buys a, a anyone who buys a a white couch and puts it in front of the TV, that's clearly not thinking. Like. I think I think Marco demo I think Marco demoed the couch with this massive wine spill on it. So Marco put a oh, massive I know. On I haven't told Becky that yet. Becky's losing the pot. But I haven't told Becky that. Marco, hey, he spilled the red it's, wine it's on. Good. I know a white a white couch for the TV. That's a ridiculous decision. All right. Long story short, um, Deno, we were moving in, and Becky was in in Canada, and I'm on home moving, doing the whole move by myself uh, because Becky was on vacation. But anyways, the guy shows up. We're moving this place. The guy shows up with a white couch, and we're like. We have two kids. We're about to have a third. And I said, no, no, you've got the, you made a mistake. There was no way my wife wouldn't have done that. We have young kids. We're not going to have it. And he's like, well, it says right here. He shows me the paperwork. And I'm like, that's impossible. I'm like, listen, there's a mistake. This goes on for 15 minutes. I'm like, well, I'm going to call my wife. I'm like, Becky, this guy's here with a white couch. And she's like, yeah, that's right. I'm like, Jesus Christ, this is going to be a disaster. You know how many times I've spilled red wine in that thing? There's one, one time Becky was away on a girl's trip. I spilled entire glass and I, I, I fell asleep. And in my infinite wisdom, I put, the, I put the red wine glass on a book next to me, thinking that was my tray. And I just, you know, I jerked when I woke up and the fucking thing went everywhere. Becky's coming home the next day. I just called her and said, listen, we have to get a new couch. This one, I ruined it. Yeah, that's good. <laughs> I ruined it. And then I was up for four hours, putting those things in the laundry, all the cushions uh, covered, everything. It was a disaster. I hate, yeah, you're right. White couch, that's a disaster. Okay, we're off track. We're off track. Uh, by the way, Greg has chimed in here again with uh, a good profit that would have cured a lot of people. Uh, a TD pass on offensive line was 15 to 1. 15 oh, it was 150 to 1. Oh, sorry. It was no. huge, I remember. 15. It's only 15 to 1? Okay. 15 to 1. But 100. Yeah. It's only 15 to 1, according to Greg. Who knows? This is Greg's first time. Who knows if he got it right? No idea. <laughs> he doesn't know. Uh, 
All right, Catch, do you have anything else that you want to uh, share in our time together? I do. I do. In real life, I, I came to realize in, for, for gambling, yes, definitely for Bart. But in real life, Bart's not as much as a risk taker as I, as I thought. Like when, when I, when Kitch, when I went out sea kayaking and, and when I did night fishing, it, it almost put Bart over the edge, both of them. Like he was, he was, he was rattled with those two things. Yeah. Well, I mean, it's on my watch. I can't have that shit go on my watch. Yeah. Listen, for the three weeks that you were playing, stay in my place without me, have you done that? Like, would that do it? Can you die? It's like, yeah, okay. Well, I saw it coming. Well, I got one for you two, Bart. That, that really stood out. So, Dano, you'd be shocked at this. Bart's bounce back is not as resilient as it used to be, Dano. He uh, he is he is he doesn't he does not recover. Like, so we did a, a Friday five a.m. bedtime, which lasted quite long, and we're not really sure why we stayed up at five a.m. And Bart went to bed at twelve, and I said, "Go out, have one more." And he got out of bed and came back out of his room, and we had about six or seven more. Until oh, yeah, let's let's do that story justice. We were it was already a full day, uh, and then it's midnightish. So I'm like, yeah, I'm going to bed. As I'm like rounding the corner of my bedroom, I all I hear is nightcap, nightcap. So I was like, all right, I'll go up for a nightcap. This is at 12, 1230, 5 a.m. We went to bed. And I had 17 more vodka sodas. Are you guys in university? I know. We were, we were that night. We were that night for sure. So we got up. Thank God golf was canceled that day. I actually didn't feel too badly, but then it hit me. Like the, the hangover really hit me around two o'clock. I was I was awful. I could not function. I had to bail on Stover. I didn't go to Stover. I had to bail on Stover's for dinner the next day. Bart didn't bounce back. It wasn't Denver. It wasn't Denver. Denver, Deno. He's getting older. Bart's getting older. You know what? It's a rare, very rare occasion. Ask, ask those boys in Vegas, too. I'm always the one ready to go the next day. Oh, yeah. That's a very rare occasion. Remember in uh, Jamaica, Friday? <laughs> so Bart didn't fly on the Friday. But the Saturday, we're all playing volleyball. And then I'm, I'm walking because so I'm getting married in a couple hours. And I see Bart walk over. I go, Bart. He goes, whew, that was a good one last night. <laughs> Whatever. I go, you're always up at 7 a.m. <laughs> What's going on? <laughs> yeah. I had a little sleep in Jamaica. Yeah. yeah that's good. That's good. You know what? Thank God I did because I kept the party going. You did? DJ. A great time. DJ you know Bart. That was a great night. Uh, okay, listen. I think I think anything else you want to uh, share? I, I, I just have one tip for you, but other than that, uh, oh, well, go ahead. Let's. let's down so my tip to Bart is: between the hours of eight p.m. and eleven p.m., you are allowed to drink water. Like from eight to eleven at night, you can drink water. You can drink pop. You can drink. You do, you do not have to drink alcohol every every night from eight to eleven. You could you could trade off on certain nights. You could take uh, a night what, off. You know what? That's um, I, I think it's a little unfair. That implies like that I'm just sort of guzzling. Um, those evenings, I'd have a glass or two just to sort of calm my nerves, dealing with the, my uh, my housemate. Yeah, I had to deal with my housemate. You know what? I wasn't used to cooking that much, so I had to go and calm my nerves. Uh, but yeah, no, I wasn't. It was. I actually was. The weekends obviously were pretty heavy, but I, it wasn't too too bad. But yeah, you know what? That's uh, listen. Remember, we're not judging here. We're just these are we're observations. Oh, this is a tip. This is a tip. Kitch, kitch. Let's say you're a bad person. You know what? I didn't prepare for tips. You want? To, I got a few tips for you. Kitch, my comment on that one is Bart. I, I know Bart pretty well. He's a social, a social drinker. So if he's hosting someone for twenty-one or twenty-four straight days, he's got to be 26. social the whole twenty-six. <laughs> he's got to be social the whole time. So at night he's going, "I need a drink." Kitch is here. I need a drink. I I respect you know, that. I, that is true. That, that is very yeah. That is very much yeah. You're absolutely right. That is so true. That is so true. You know me so well, Dono. You know, and you should come, come move in with me for three weeks every year. Oh, my God. That'd be a lot of fun. Oh All right. Let's go. We got we, we to gotta, we gotta go. We gotta go. All right. Uh, I think, Kitch, listen, I look forward to our next uh, expedition.
It was great. It was a great three weeks. We survived. If I, if I, if I invited back, I definitely go again. That was fantastic. <laughs> oh, uh, you know, I can't answer that right now. If you're invited back or not, I wasn't sure if that was rhetorical or just you're going to show up. It's rhetorical. <laughs> I think we're going to uh, what drives you, right? Here we are. What drives you? Okay, Daniel, you want you got anything for us this week? I got I got kind of a, a little one that kind of happened today. So I got this email from one of my gaming sites that I used last year, and they sent this warning saying that if I don't get rid of all my money in my account or deposit, that they're going to charge me a maintenance fee of five dollars a month. Right? I'm going. What kind of scam? What kind of scam is this? So I just respond back. I go, delete me, delete me. And they go, oh. We'll kindly delete you. Can you forward us your address, your proof of address, your your birth certificate and stuff? And I'm going, I've already sent you all that stuff when I took all my money out. So it's like these these sites aren't like BART sites like Bet365 where like they're going to treat you amazing. They're going to give you your cash when you withdraw really quickly or some of these sites that are actually like actually give your prop bets back or give your, give your money back. But I just thought like – what did they charge me five bucks maintenance fee for what holding I had 50 cents in the, in, in the actual account. And they were charging me five bucks for holding it. I was just going to say, try and get that five bucks for me. So anyways, I thought I was kind of like, what kind of customer service? That, is that's, that's ridiculous. Yeah. Bet Royal, bet Royal, bet this. Yeah. But I'm out. I'm out of bet Royal. I think there's a reason Bart gets really good service at bet three, six, five dental. Yeah, I know. <laughs> Well, he doesn't do many with many withdrawals. So. <laughs> Not lately. <laughs> Not lately. Yeah. I used to I used to be a heavy believer in withdrawal. Even like if you didn't, you just have to do it. It's a good feeling to take money out of those things. You have to. You have to. Yeah, no, I not much lately. <laughs> I work on that. Uh, all right, listen. Uh, catch. I'll go. I'll go. Um, and here it's it, along the gambling uh, site as well. I got a bunch, but this I'm only do the one. So as you guys know, I, I was on the inside this week of a prop bet. Uh, I had deep, deep intel that the, <laughs> that the that the national anthem was going to be over under under going to be over two minutes. Right, that was the bet. Uh, and so, why I didn't figure this out like early in the week? I've known this for a while that my son's tennis coach's sister was singing the national anthem and I did, didn't even done but so next thing you know I'm, I'm here with a couple guys and we're talking about it. I'm like oh my god we should like we should be betting that we know and so Bobby is now frantically texting his coach to say my dad and his friends want to bet the national anthem do you know if your sister's going to sing it over two minutes or under two minutes so anyways we get that information back that it's going he's like 100% over two minutes so now awesome I am I can't get on a site. Bet365 doesn't have it. I cannot get on a site fast enough Bold to find dollar. it. Yeah, see, I, didn't, I never found it. Uh, couldn't get on it. My one buddy did. He found it. He only, the max they let him bet was 200 because yeah. we were ready to the farm on it. Um, so but the best part of that story is uh, my buddy walks in and goes, Bobby, I just put 20 grand on it. I hope you're right. And Bobby, Bobby's like, Dad, I got to talk to you. He's like, I, I don't know. I, th- I think Julian, you know, but can you go for 20 grand on it? I'm like, well, yeah, he did, Bobby. So listen, you better have your shit together here. 
which he didn't. He didn't put any on it. But, uh, my, but what drives me is that like that needs to be on every sport. Like those type of props. I don't know why all the sports sites, uh, the gambling sites, don't have that shit. Why? Like why does only Bodog have it? Well, that's, come on. But that's a prop. But that's a prop that is not yeah. like that. That prop shouldn't exist because that's a prop that can be manipulated. Like that's something that that is. is that is controlled by an individual who can just say, "All right, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to sing along because I've got my buddies betting on this thing." Like, there's, I don't, there's think, I don't think Jasmine Sullivan's sitting there going, "Okay, I wonder if I should make this under two minutes or over two minutes." Well, I think if, if the bet, if the if the minimum bet was hundred grand, maybe. Yeah, if the right people got through, you mean? Yeah. yeah. Oh, oh yeah. yeah. That's true. Yeah, but I think yeah, I don't even care about that. But even give me like put it, make it max bet two fifty, make it fifty bucks, something like just so I can bet it. I would have been thrilled. You know what it would have been like to be on the right side of deep intel gambling, right? You know, you know you're gonna win. Like that's yeah, I don't care what they would let me bet. I've been thrilled with that. So I I got your tip. Remember, I got your thing saying the song, and I, all I all I read was the song's gonna go over. So I got on my bookie. They had it. I bet it. Their over under was two fifteen. <laughs> well, do you know why? Do you know why? I sent you that story, right? Did I send you that one? So there was a story. Did you send it? Yeah, yeah, yeah. You sent it mm-hmm. on the fucking. Some guy was outside the stadium the day before, and he heard the national anthem. He uh, so, he, so he recorded it. Recorded it. And he, oh, no, and two minutes and eight it. seconds, and then posted to a bunch of people, and they figured that out. So they changed it to two fifteen. <laughs> because a lot of sites, it was two minutes. <laughs> yeah, well, I lost. I lost that bet. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> my buddy won it. Uh, Kentucky Russ. Kentucky Russ got it two minutes on uh, my bookie. He got it on mybookie.com. Oh, right. I got on my bookie too, but it was two fifteen when I went on my bookie. Maybe, Russ, maybe Russ's two hundred dollar bet moved the line. Oh, oh Russ is moving the line Thanks. on me. Jesus, Russ. <laughs> That's an awesome story. <laughs> All right, catch. Go ahead. Uh, I, I, my big one is, I, I, put, I jotted down three, but the one I'm going to stick with here. Zoom part Zoom parties of people with over fifteen partic- participants just doesn't work. Like if, if you try to run a Zoom party and you got more than fifteen people on there, it it just does it doesn't work. Like you, everything is choppy. People are coming in and out. Um, it's it's just a disaster. So if you're gonna invite me to your Zoom party for now on, you have more fifteen. I'm not gonna. Oh, come. Well, who was it? Who did it? I'm not gonna mention. I'm not gonna mention. Oh no, let's hear it. Yeah, you, you gotta throw it out there. Come on, okay. <laughs> it was a Super Bowl. It was a Super Bowl party. It was a Super Bowl well, party. So they're gonna know now. If they listen to the pod, they're gonna know now. They're the ones who did it. You might as well throw it out there. Who was it? Is it Slash? Super Bowl party. No, no, it was, it was a bunch of couples. It's a bunch of couples. Oh, okay. Well, I, I guess we'll never know. No. <laughs> <laughs> you know what? I'll find out. I'll find out for sure. But fit, but still, over fifteen, the whole principle of just over fifteen people in a Zoom just is a disaster. I totally agree. All right, listen, let's get it. I, I had a quick little drives you crazy too. I, I want to know how a fifty-year-old who used to live in Bermuda and now resides in the U.S. can 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 get to the front of a line for her vaccination in Bermuda. Well, I was there for a full three weeks, and I could not even get my, mine while I was there for, and I was a resident for three weeks there. Something wrong with the system in Bermuda. Uh, so I think you're referring to my wife who got a call uh, about her vaccination appointment. We're 99.9% sure that was some sort of clerical mishap. Becky had no business getting to the front of that, that line. There's so many people that, even when she was talking to the woman from the government, she's like, well, this doesn't make any sense. We're like, yeah, we know. You know. <laughs> she couldn't She couldn't make it anyway. So she did not jump the line. She's fine. We did not We did not break any uh, any, any rules there. So it's fine. We're, uh, okay. Uh, AOB, do you got anything? Yeah, just one thing. I was talking to Kitchen the weekend, and we think – our next trip, our next trip, Super Bowl weekend in Arizona. 
Saturday, watch watch the golf. Hang out on hole 16, drink about 65 beers. And then Sunday, watch Super Bowl. Bart, are you in or are you in the way? <laughs> well, assuming I can recover from the Friday night before, I still have my recovery powers. Uh, then, yeah, I'm in. I'm 100% in. Yeah, absolutely. What are the odds of that happening? What do you guys think? Like, do you think one year? No, like, yeah. Like next year? Next yeah. year? Next year. Well, uh, for me, 100%, like in the States. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Fucking, yeah. It's a jungle out here. Do the fuck you want. That's true. <laughs> we can do that this year. If I go to yeah, if true. I go to Bermuda and get the vaccine, I'm in. <laughs> yeah, we'll start off. Yeah, Bermuda for two weeks, then we go there for a week. I even I even think um, the Canadian restrictions will be minimal by then. You you won't. You guys are doing it as long as you don't have to quarantine for like a significant period of time, which I don't think you will a year from now. So yes, I would say that's a high probability. Hi, pro- yeah, I'm in. Let's book it. Yeah, it. I kick, I kick myself. Like five, five or six years ago, they hosted, and the Patriots were in the Super Bowl, and I hummed it hard, and didn't, and didn't end up going. And I, and I resented that ever since. I thought that would have been a great to see my team play in the Super Bowl and actually go to the go to the Ooh. the golf as well. Oh, bitch, yes, yeah. Um, all right, my OB again from uh, my deep intel source, Bobby Bart. Uh, he claims that the streaker. The infamous streaker in the, uh, yeah. in the Super Bowl placed a bet that there would be a streaker. <laughs> <laughs> now, Becky and I spent a little bit of time at dinner trying to confirm this, but the guy who did it swears that he absolutely placed a bet at seven. It was only seven uh, plus seven fifty that there'd be a streaker, uh, and that apparently he put, apparently he put thirty six grand on it. And then he won that, the bet. That's oh. genius. That's, uh, is that going to cover his ten thousand dollars fine? Uh, yeah, it, it would definitely. It would, uh, it, I, I don't think it covers the permanent uh, stain on your record, but uh, yeah, I mean if that's true. If that's a true story. That is somewhat ingenious. Yeah, retire, well retire. Yeah, yeah so this guy's, yeah. He's probably going to be on every talk show now. This guy's going to be like a celebrity. A genius move on his part. They don't, they don't have to promote that. But oh my god, I saw. If you haven't listened to the Kevin Harlan call of the streaker. You go YouTube that right now. He's pulling down his pants. Put up your pants, my man. Pull up those pants. He's being chased to the 30. He breaks a tackle from a security guard. The 20 down the middle, the 10, the five. He slides at the one and they converge on him at the goal line. At one point, I think he said the, the Chiefs would kill for a run like that today. <laughs> Here's the guy. And they're like, there's like three security guards who dive at the guy. They miss him. Like it's, it's, it's awesome. So there you go. Listen to that. All right. That's all I got for you. So I got I got Saturday. I'm sitting around because I got a lot of basement time. And I watched, I think it was 13 hours of basketball on Saturday. Six to eight from six to eight, a bit of a lull. So the Duke North Carolina game came on college college basketball, and uh, I in, I was shocked that in that game neither Duke or North Carolina are ranked in the top 20 this year in basketball. Wow, wow. it's not happened in 60 years. Yeah, so it's been saved. They're saying this not happened in 60 years. Both the powerhouses. So maybe we're getting some parody in college hoops which would be which would be nice but uh the fact that those two teams are in the top 20 that i well obviously i can't I remember that because it hasn't happened i think this is covid times right i i really do think that's a big part like they couldn't recruit the way they normally do that the visits all that sort of shit didn't like i think that stuff's impactful like when coach k walks into your living room i think that has something to do with it 
Um, yeah, but if so they, nobody's, walk, if nobody's well, walking to your living room, you're probably picking Duke then. If nobody's coming to visit you, I'm like, oh, I'm going to go to Duke or Kansas or, or North Carolina. I'm going to go to the to the big places. Sure, sure some of those other schools probably did walk in the living room. In the States? God knows what. <laughs> probably about the marching band with them. Uh, <laughs> So, uh, <laughs> so yeah, I don't know. I think that has something to do. But look at Kentucky sucks this year too. Kentucky Russ can't even can't even listen to his uh, his favorite pod, which is not this one, if you can believe it. It's a Kentucky. He won't even listen to it because that's all he do is talk Kentucky basketball, and he can't he can't listen to it. Uh, they're so bad. So, uh, I, yeah, there's definitely a bit of a shift this year. I'll be interested to see if it's trend or not. I think it's a one off. I'm going COVID. COVID NCA. All right, that's all I got. All right, listen, that's it. This is it. We're done. All right. All right. Okay. Nope. All NFL, right. NFL for six months. No NFL no. for six months. All right. Well, on that note, Kawhi. We'll right. Kawhi up top. Looks at the clock. Turns the corner for the win.